Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, Lombardi line the morning after. we got two Monday night games tonight as we welcome you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. When The reason I always tell you to become a VSIN pro at VSIN.com slash subscribe is because the NFL is a very hard sport to beat. So when you see handicappers or people on social flexing because they're beating the NFL, well, how about this? Passing leaders through two weeks, Tua, Carson Wentz, and Joe Flacco. If you think you can figure out this league, two weeks in, if you had Tua, Wentz and Flacco as your passing yard uh, leaders, please. It's a very, very difficult league to beat and predict. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, think about that. Uh, again, I know they're. Yeah, I, mean, I know they're slinging games. it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it's really unbelievable. It's two games, I know Wentz. So yeah, they can't run the ball. I mean, but it's, anyway. I mean, what? I mean, how about that game, Patrick? I mean, the Commodores have six drives to start. They have seven drives to start the first the first half. They punt in six of them and get a safety and a sack on the other one. I mean, like, I, I, you know, it's just – and every time they kind of get back in the game, Washington couldn't play any run defense whatsoever. Horrible. Horrible run defense. And the Lions offensively give them credit. You know, every time that Washington was mounting a comeback – you know, Detroit just answered the bell. They kept bringing the bell. They're like Kramer on the bus. They kept making all the stops. <laughs> That's I love that. Uh, Washington down 22 at the half. They pull within eight because Ron inexplicably says the numbers. He decides to go for two as opposed to be down seven. I digress. It's okay. It's, it's okay. No, he's fine. He's okay. It's fine. I know. It's fine. It's Don't, fine. It's fine. It he's allowed to Nothing do that. To if here. it doesn't work, it's okay. He'll get the ball Nothing back at the see. one anyway. It doesn't matter. It's okay. They've got an excuse for it no matter what. They got an excuse for it. It's okay. It's fine. Ross St. Brown, fine. You know, they, they pulled back the down eight. Ross St. Brown on a jet sweep, 55, 56 yards in the game, essentially over. By the way, he hit 184 yards on 11 touches, Ross St. Brown. So he is a stud. I'll get to that game in a second. Let me just let me bring you back to yeah. where we started. You know, what's fast or what I teased, I should say, what's fascinating 
about, and I was thinking Trey Lance. So we feel bad for the kid. He's out for the year with a broken ankle. Mm -hmm. It didn't look good. Jimmy G steps up. But what's interesting is when's the development going to happen? You always talk about the jump from year one to year two for a quarterback. Well, his development has now been pushed back multiple years. He's never had a year one. This is an unmitigated disaster. Well, I mean, look, let's face it. You take a guy that never played in college his senior year, one game. Then you redshirt him his second season and he gets hurt his third. Where are you? Now, you say, well, they're going to find out about him next year. I think they kind of know, right? I think they kind of know. They told you everything they needed to know when they re-signed Jimmy. And we said it on this show that there was a good chance, and we don't want this to happen to anybody. Like, I feel bad for Trey Lance. I feel bad for what's happened, his ankle. But they did a smart football thing in bringing Jimmy back because Kyle knew that he was going to have to run Trey Lance a lot. And the chances of him getting hurt, certainly not to this degree, were probably pretty good. Two, three games maybe. But for the season, who could have predicted that, right? A broken ankle, gosh, that's horrible. But the the reality of it is, is I think they know who he is. I think the only two people who don't know who he is are John Lynch and Adam Peters. The guys that orchestrated the, 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 this, this whole thing. I, I said this on my podcast. I'd love to know how in the hell so, uh, Lamar Jackson has to sit in the green room for 31 picks after he played in ACC, won a Heisman, put Louisville on the map as a football program, almost beat Clemson in Clemson. And he has to wait 31. I mean, like, there's no comparison between the two players as collegiates. A, there's no comparison between the two players as athletes. B, there's no comparison as playing quarterback. C, like, how did he have to wait 31 picks and Trey Lance is trading up to get three? Like, how does that make sense? Riddle me that, Batman. Because Lamar Jackson's a wide receiver? No, I kid. I kid. Uh, San Francisco no, 27 that's what they said winner. about Lamar. I trust That's me, what I they know, said about Lamar. They said he's a wide receiver. I, I mean, I, I, I laughed at that. Like, I watched every game on Lamar. He's not a, like, yesterday Lamar was spectacular. His accuracy spectacular. was better than I've ever seen it. Better than I, For them to lose that game and him playing as well as he did was remarkable. And to get away with the, I forget, they had, they had one of the worst left tackles in football in there, and they got away with it. They were able to get away with it. You know, it's funny. When I saw Jimmy G and the gun yesterday, it was almost like a mirage, like nothing had changed. Trey Lance never happened because it really hasn't happened. And here we are now. Let's hear from Kyle Shanahan talking about the injury to Lance. It's, it's tough. It was you feel for someone so bad. It's very uh, it's a sad moment, um, but you don't have time to sit there and um, think about it. You got to get right back to the game, and I thought the guys did a real good job of that. But um, and we were real happy about the win, but it was a little sombering once you get in the locker room and, and you see him and stuff. So, uh, yes, yeah, uh, he's I mean, he's doing as good as you can. You know, he's when I went out and saw him, he was just asking me about a couple of the plays before. Um, asked about some of his reads and stuff. So it's the type of kid he is, and uh, I, I'm hurting for him. So Fit check for the control room. By the way, Michael, I got to get you a hat like Kyle Shanahan with that bill. <laughs> I will say this. Every single 17-year-old in Hermosa Beach, where I live now, they also wear the they, same hat that Kyle Shanahan wears, which is pretty cool. Do they really? You got, That's you great. Get I'm one not a big lids. hat guy. You, I like, I'm a visor guy. I don't like the hat. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a okay. big hat I'll send, guy. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a visor. See, uh, the, the, well, does the visor res- have that? Yeah, you can have this, you can have the flat bill. Uh, response to that, look, it is sad. 
Here's what I would say. The yeah. worst thing you don't ever want to see anybody get injured, especially gruesomely like that. But it's it's almost ironic how this has worked out for Kyle Shannon. I'm sorry to say it, but now they're back to normal. They're back with Jimmy G. They can win football games the way they have. Well, I mean, give them credit. Applaud them for being proactive in this, right? Applaud Don Yee, the agent, for putting him back there and not and being Correct. willing to let bygones be bygones. I mean, because some people will just say, I'm not coming back on principle the way you treated my guy. You made him practice on another field? Like, seriously? Here's my question right. is, it's kind of remarkable. They dominated that game. Dominated the game. It wasn't even as close as the score at 27-7. And... You know, their defense, as we said on the morning show yesterday, their defense was going to be too much for a young Seattle offensive line to handle. Like, that game went exactly kind of what we talked about in the morning. But the fact that Jimmy came in, and I would say to you, I bet you Jimmy G got less than 15 practice reps last week at practice. I think he took all the scout team, but I think he got less than 15. Because Trey Lance needs every rep he can get. Like, he can't give up a rep. So Garoppolo gets in the game, and... Basically, Kyle's got to send somebody over to the offices to get the old Seattle game plan because the one he's looking at isn't going to be the one they run. You know, like they, there's no there's they had about I bet he had about 30 quarterback runs on that play sheet. It's gone. So the fact he came in and actually played well is somewhat remarkable. Jimmy Garoppolo, we're going to hear from him. Bond just texted me this. Jimmy Garoppolo made 350K by playing and winning on Sunday. He can do the same thing every week for the rest of the season. So obviously his new deal where he took a cut is, is, is incentive laid. Hey, I wish some things would go right for Jimmy G in life. Let's hear from Garoppolo. Yeah. Just like riding a bike. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, felt good to be back out there. Just feel terrible for Trey. Uh, I've been on that side of it. This league is tough and. You know, Everest has their share of injuries, but that, that sucks for him. And I feel bad for him, but he's our brother, and, you know, we'll pick him up. I mean, it is a weird – it's a weird – it's a it's an odd – it's like – we were just texting with Felica. It's like if ESPN came college game, they were like, we got this new sharp handicapper. He's taking over for you, Bear. And then all of a sudden, he he misses every pick, and Bear gets his job back, and Bear's just like, oh, I feel so badly that – you know what I mean? It, it is really weird as a human being to be put in this spot. Yeah, I mean, look, it's for but, Jimmy G. I think, I mean, look, I, I, I love to hear your reaction to this. I thought the team gravitated immediately as soon as Garoppolo got on the field. Of course. You I mean, do they remember the guy. that. Sh Hold on. You do remember that Shanahan and Lynch pulled together 13 vets and said, let's make sure we rally around Lance. You don't have to enforce that if there's any inkling that there's a doubt as far as their support for the kid, I feel horrible for the kid. There is no joking here, but this is a reality. This is a big boy game and the team rallies around Garoppolo. We've seen it for years now. Facts. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I mean, look at it, it, He, for some reason, you know, this is funny now that this win will not count on Jimmy Garoppolo's win. It counts on, on Trey Lance's win total. When we all know, you know, cause the Kyle oh, stat sheet, I think he got his eighth win without Jimmy G. Hey, by the way, breaking news. You can see it in the corner. It looks great there. VEASAN.com. Make sure you go check it out. Remember, VEASAN pros get unedited and continuous uh, running there at VEASAN.com. Uh, Evans is out. So let's talk about that. We just have a minute and a half to go in the segment. Let's talk about that quickly. Uh, did you see what Evans mouthed to the official? He said, that's effing Tom no, Brady. I what do you I, expect? He, he said, that's Tom effing Brady. What do you expect me to do when the official was tossing him? Which is pretty funny, but... He stood up. There's some juice there with Lattimore. There's a, there's some drama there between those two teams.
You know, I, I think it. You know, sometimes in in situations in division games, there's always this kind of in, inherent rivalry. I mean, you go back to the 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 days of the Raiders and playing the Chiefs or the Raiders and the Broncos. There's always that kind of, and there brings just intensity to it, right? New England, Baltimore, New England, Indianapolis when Manning was there. And I think that's what it is here, Tampa and New Orleans, because when Brady came down there, Tampa all of a sudden became, that's the team to beat. And and it's just this goes with the territory. And the players raised their level. It's why betting on divisional games that the line gets too far away from you is probably a smart thing because the games are always going to be close. They don't look like the talent on the board. That game was gross. Did you watch much of that? Have you had a chance to go back and watch the, no, tape, I did. the tape on I, that one? I, I mean, I went over the notes, you know, but, I mean, when, when Brady wins a game and he only has 260 yards, I mean, they had six possessions in the fourth quarter. They scored 17 points. They only had five first downs. Brady right now is like that perpetual – When my sometimes when your dad would come home from work and he wasn't in a good mood, you knew just to stay away. Brady's giving off vibes like, look – just stay away from me. I got some stuff going on, and I don't want to deal with it. And he took it out on a tablet there on the sideline as well. Hey, when we come back, we got Pritch for a half hour, so let's come back and, and cap those Monday night games tonight with Michael Lombardi next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or... Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with... Ji Young Yu, Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, question for you Are you a VSIN pro yet? If not, what the hell are you waiting for? They made a ton of money this weekend. We're going to continue to make VSIN pros money throughout the rest of the year here at VSIN. You get pro tools, you get pro picks, you get Michael's systems, you get Mackinac system tonight. It's a betting system you have to check out. He's got Minnesota favored. The system tells you why. VSIN pros get it. And it's 175 bucks through the Super Bowl. But that's going to go up. So make sure you go to vcin.com slash subscribe. vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options. Become a VEASAN Pro. Become part of the team as we got you back here. Looks like we've got something with the Bills Mafia to show you. Of course, they're going to host <laughs> the early game tonight. There it is. There's uh, Western New York and Buffalo, yeah. New York, where that's this morning where people are getting lit. They're getting hammered. They're eating ribs, and it's a downpour, a deluge there in Buffalo. It looks like it's going to clear up by game time, Michael. And we're going to have winds, you know, 14 miles an hour-ish. It's not going to be crazy, but look at that scene there uh, with Bill's Mafia already. Uh, I mean, Mike Vrabel's got to be ecstatic with this, right? Slippery ball, you know, conditions kind of suit for let's run it. Let's stay in second down. Let's milk this clock as far down as we can. You know, let's try to keep, slow the game down as much as we possibly can, you know, and and, uh, and and try to be there in the fourth quarter and keep it a close game. The number, open seven and a half at a few shops. It's all the way up to 10. DraftKings is actually sitting nine and a half. We talk about having multiple outs. Well, think about that. If you wanted to bet Buffalo, you could go to DraftKings and lay nine and a half. Other shops are showing 10. The total 50, as you talked about, Michael, dropped down to 47 and a half. Let's, t- let's start with the side here, Buffalo lane 10. Well, I mean, look, I, I think that, look, Buffalo's the better team. There's no doubt. The one thing I will say about Tennessee is on paper, they never look good. They play better than they look, right? And mm-hmm. last week, they let it get away from them. They really did. They, they, they should not have lost that game, but they did. They created a turnover in the red zone with Daniel Jones, and they didn't take advantage of it. Then they missed a kick. I mean, they would be 1-0. See, my thinking on this game is simply this. 
Buffalo was spectacular 12 days ago, right? Or Yeah, that's what it was. And had t- the Tennessee Titans won, this line might have been – it would have been bet up to 10 right away. It probably would have stayed at 7.5 and, and flickered. But to get 10, I mean, I think it's a good value, right? You know, they're only getting 41% of the bets, and they're only getting 34% of the money, and yet the line's not moving any more than it already has moved. So I think they got to run the football. they got to play really good defense. I know they went into Los Angeles last year undermanned, you know, and they won ugly. And I think Vrabel's a good coach to win ugly, and I think he's got to win ugly tonight. Why the run percentage drop in week one for Henry and the Titans? Are they trying to pace him this year? Just 43% as opposed to, what, last year we had close to 50% of runs. I think that was a game plan. I think when you watch the Giants on tape, you say, now they lose Leonard Williams yesterday probably for a month, right? But the, one, the, the Giants front is the best part of their team. And so you got to take advantage of the secondary of the Giants. And maybe they did. They got away from what they were doing. And, you know, they, they weren't able to, to, to make the plays in the passing game that they hoped to. They got Hilliard down the seam on a, for a touchdown. They got, Hilliard down the, they got Hilliard down the sideline for a touchdown. Then they got him down the seam last week. But this is a game they're going to have to throw it a little bit. Tannehill's going to have to run it to set up the pass. I mean, there's no doubt. I think they come out trying to throw it to set up the run. I think Buffalo will be loaded up front. But I think Tennessee feels like they can outmuscle Buffalo. I mean, a lot of teams in the league think that Buffalo is undersized on defense and they can muscle them. Now, the Rams tried. It didn't work. The Rams didn't work. I mean, they stoned the Rams run game. So we'll see what happens tonight. I believe Stephen just told me Ed Oliver is officially out tonight up front for the Bills. So, again, I this – Well, that's why they have Jordan game. Phillips. So he at least gives them some girth in there. You know, last year they didn't right. have that big guy in there. You know, they they had Star, Starla two years ago, uh, two years last year, but he wasn't playing very well. Phillips played pretty good in the first week. Trying to get a sense for what you think the Titans will do and how they'll employ Henry, and I'll give you some of the props – like what makes the Bills so special is they don't have to bring anybody, right? They can cover you, they can rush you, and they don't really have to get exotic with that defense. That's make, what makes them dangerous. Right, but, I mean, last year the Titans, now I know it was the Titans last year, but the Titans put 38 on them last year, right? The mm-hmm. Titans moved the ball on them last year. They moved the ball on the Titans. I mean, the Titans should have lost the game last year if Josh Allen doesn't slip on the, on the, on the, on the uh, fourth down play, right? He slips. But that was a back-and-forth game. Like, I, I think, look, the Titans are not a great team by no means. They're not. I, I grant you that. But I think Vrabel has, knows how to play these kind of games. And he's got to take advantage of the kicking game. He's got to take advantage of Gabriel Davis if he doesn't play, you know, and, and try to make sure that Josh Allen just doesn't become the leading rusher on the team. Derrick Henry, 86 and a half rush yards prop over at DraftKings. Thoughts? I think I'd go over that, Patrick. I really do. Okay. I would. Right. I think so. Hey, hey, I, I would caution, remember, for betters, and, and again, this is a theme that continues. Uh, Michael mentioned this number, open Tennessee-Buffalo 50. It's been bet down to 47.5. The late game, Minnesota-Philadelphia, open 47.5 has been bet up. Remember, we're 5-0 and to the unders in primetime games. We're 29-1 yeah. to the unders this year. Again, if you're, there is doubt, you go dogs and unders, new betters, but... The unders are hitting this year at a high clip. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if I'm Mike Vrabel, the unders got to hit for me, right? I, I, I can't let this game get into it. I can't play a track. I, I, as much as I want one play drives and score, that doesn't work. I mean, that that hurt Baltimore yesterday, Patrick. 
You know, they had six That's explosive right. plays in the game. Three went for touchdowns. And they had a kickoff return for a touchdown. So they had like they had 28 of their 38 points came on one or two plays. They ate no clock. They ate no clock in the game. I'm not saying don't score. Again, I'm not. But that affects the game a little bit. That affects the flow. That gives the other team more time to play catch-up. No offense to Stephen Bunn and Bills Mafia. Tennessee-Buffalo is a good matchup, but that 8.30 kick your time, Minnesota-Philly, ooh, this is juicy. Oh, here comes your boy, Kurt, here comes Dr. Cousins and Philly yeah. and the, all, the, all the praise, Minnesota trouncing, of course, Green Bay in week one, Philadelphia running all Jaylen over the Jalen Rager's Lions. return. I mean, Jalen Rager's return, the former first-round pick who was picked over Josh Je- Je- uh, uh, yeah. Jefferson. Justin he Jefferson returns. right now. <laughs> He's in the market as far as first-time score over at BetMGM is your favorite. Okay, so Minnesota-Philly. Open three. has Maybe a little surprise to you. Again, that public money, especially at the Borgata, is going to come in late on Philly. So I'll be interested to see where we close here. Are we going to close two and a half, or are we going to touch that three? I see a couple of shops juiced to 120 on the two and a half, which indicates it could head to three. But right now, we're sitting two and a half across the board with Philly laying it. Yeah. I mean, I think to me, if you like Philly, you better grab them now. I mean, here's where I Philly is concerning to me is 53% of the bets are on Philly. 47% of the bets are on Minnesota. Philly's got 74% of money. Very little money, very little money. 26% of the money is coming in on Minnesota. So this is a pros and Joes play here. I think Philly. I think the pros like Philly, and I think the Joe. Now, Steve Mackin is power rating. Thomas Gable, they got power rating. I agree with that. I mean, look, I have this as, on my board. I have this as a pick'em game. So I would, I lean towards Minnesota in this pick'em. But for what I gave out yesterday was Philly because I just feel like Philly's momentum at home is going to be the difference. And as long as it's under two, three, I think it's a good play. Yeah, and what Michael's referencing there, Veasan pros get all of our bet systems, and Mackinnon's got a bet system tonight that favors Minnesota. Uh, so you have this a pick The Lombardi line is a pick tonight for this uh, yeah, Vikings-Eagles. No doubt. Okay. I mean, I think, okay. you know, Steve and Thomas have Minnesota ahead. When I do my power rankings, I did not have them ahead. I had them even. I had them really one-point difference in the power rankings, so it's an even game for me. And and that that ties in home field, too, which I think the link will be fired up. I mean, it's going to be electric. Weather's incredible. It's going to be. It's, it's be hot awesome. today. It's in the. It's going to be eighty. It'll be probably seventy at kickoff. I mean, you're going to need to be ready for the fourth quarter. It's going to be a good four. I think it'll be a fourth quarter game. But I just think Philly's a hard team to play if you've never played them before. The third most bet prop at BetMGM: Jalen Hurts over fifty and a half rushing yards. Fifty and a half has to get there. He has to get there. He's not going to beat Minnesota throwing it. He could beat him throwing it in a style that he has to throw. But he's got to run it. He's got to run it. It's a good it. It's a good matchup. Let's be. It's honest. a great it's one, a Patrick. Matchup. I mean, we got two games tonight. I mean, love it. Great matchup. It's perfect. Yeah. I, I I know. I, mean, I, I almost love. I almost love the vibe of the two game Monday night than the full slate on Sunday because you can really focus. Just you flip really back get and forth in the two games. Yeah, you go well, back and forth. Got, it's no, fun. We, no, we got to get you. I'm going to get you an iPad, and you have one game running here, and then you have the big screen with the game. We got to have them both on at the same time, bro. We got, I got, yeah, maybe I'll, do, I'll bring my computer up. Okay, fine. No, I have one. I, I have gonna, one. I'm going to put I'll it on my computer. One. I just, I have to figure out how to do that on the computer. 
Yeah, I'll do that. I gotta get, I you, got a flat, I I gotta you. get you a flat brim visor, and I'll send you an iPad, and it'll be good to go for Christmas. I need uh, a lot is of that help, Pritch? Patrick. Let's be honest. Is that, is, is, is that Pritch at Circa? I see Pritch Former in the first chair. Draft pick. We're gonna take a deep dive with Mike Pritchard coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. He probably just got done with the gym, doing some Tybo. Look at him. Look at him. He's all. Ri- it's anno- it he's annoyingly ripped. Look at him. He's uh, whatever, Pritch. It looks good there at Circa, though. We're always thrilled to have Mike Pritchard every Monday, the last half hour of the show, to break down what we saw uh, the previous day and head into Monday Night Football. That's coming up next. Remember, M. Lombardi NFL on social. You can even find him on the gram there. We're at VEASAN Live. We're coming back with Pritch next here. Lombardi Live. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package also includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the races, plus $1,000 in betting vouchers. Plus, it's all there at slash horses. To register, it's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, we got you back here, Lombardi Line, as I put my water out of the way. One quick programming note. If you go to vcin.com right now, you're going to see the Lombardi Line. That's the podcast. Excuse me. Lombardi Line is what we're on right now. The podcast is GM Shuffle. They just finished up, uh, Femi and uh, Michael, of course, Monday's edition. They're dropping every Monday and Thursday, and you can find them over at vcin.com, the Mm -hmm. podcast, which is the best as far as the NFL as I'm concerned, we do have a new NFL podcast that's doing great as well. If you want to listen to that before Monday Night Football, that's on the front page over at vcin.com. I was joking with you as we're going to say hi to Pritch here and say, I just saw a video of the San Francisco 49ers teammates going nuts. They were picking Jimmy Garoppolo off the ground and they were just slapping him on the head and joking. You could tell there's that galvanization with Jimmy G, right? It's like the team never disliked the guy. They, they rally around him. I want to say, no doubt. I mean, Pritch. I, I, no, you, go ahead, Michael. Were you asking Pritch or me? No, I no, go ahead. I'm Pr- sorry. I'd love I to hear Pritch's thoughts on that. I didn't do a good job setting that up. We're going to do a deep dive with our buddy Pritch. And right. as I bring you in, Pritch, first off, hi, and thank you for joining us. We love having you on Mondays, our NFL expert here on VEASAN. But you heard what I said. I mean, there does seem like you have had teammates in the past where you just, there is a galvanizing nature to their presence. Yeah, absolutely, and great to be with you guys, uh, Michael you and too. Patrick. I, I mean, it's happy uh, Monday Night Football Day. It's like a holiday with the games we got today. It's great. But, uh, to your point, I, I think as a player in the locker room, it's not Jimmy G's fault that he was going to get traded, right? And, you know, the organization made a move for Trey Lance, and we understand the business of football. We understand, okay, you got to move on uh, and see what can happen with the football team. But I will say it's a relief. Uh, to know that you got your quarterback back now. It's unfortunate to Trey Lance. It really is. Uh, nobody wants to see that happen. Uh, but a player in the locker room, when we almost got to the Super Bowl with this guy last mm-hmm. year. Uh, and you think about the team and how veteran-laden the team is, it, it's like it's like T.O. In, in that crying moment. Hey, that's my quarterback right there. And uh, <laughs> it's on the opposite side of that from an emotional standpoint. Uh, being happy for Jimmy G, knowing that he went through and what he went through, not only the surgery, but all of a sudden now he's going to be the starting quarterback for you for the remaining of the years. So uh, I think this team is going to galvanize around him. I think this team is going to embrace that situation and get more confident now that Jimmy G is the starting quarterback. And, and Mike, when you watch the game, and I did, because uh, I, I gave out San Francisco lay the points yesterday on our show, that 
when you watch this, right, mm-hmm. I mean, they were – like that defense was unbelievably right. dominant in that game. I mean, there was no chance that Seattle was going to mount any drive at all, and the only points they came was on a, on a block 20-yard field. I mean, I don't even know how you block a 20-yard field goal, but anyway, they did it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great energy. Um, uh, and, and I did see that too, Michael, in terms of both sides of the ball. Uh, and a quarterback can do that. A quarterback can raise all boats. Uh, and certainly we saw that there. That defense is what I, I thought the 49ers can lean on uh, as they were trying to get Trey Lance developed uh, in a hurry uh, and, and certainly goes through some growing pains with him. Uh, but now they don't have to do that. Now I, I think is back to what they were doing last year and, and just improving now. So Jimmy G's going to get a full week of reps. I think as a backup quarterback, you don't get that kind of work, but you will now. Uh, and we'll see what uh, he what he does with his future now. But uh, I think uh, the immediate future, certainly there's more energy on that football team because of Jimmy G. Well, I'm glad to, you used the word that I couldn't use because I'd be you, you, you're in a locker room. You've been there. First off, you prefaced it by saying, Pritch, look, you feel bad for Lance, mm-hmm. but there is a sense of relief. Now that Garoppolo's there, you know he's going to be there for the rest of the year. It's a word you can use. I can't, but that is, I think that's the overriding vibe coming out of that. Okay, that's a great start. Let's get to what we saw yesterday as far as these in- insane comebacks. Uh, do you want to start in Cleveland with what we saw from the Jets? Why don't you start with Chubb? Everybody killing him in the analytics community that he should have gone down there. What's your take, Pritch? Well, he's an incredible running back, first of all. And, yeah, it's – I tell you this. uh, As a better now, it's so different than as a player because as a player, you're not thinking about all that, right, at that moment. Now, as coaches, right, Michael? I mean, as coaches – I mean, no. Yeah, you can remind a player or certainly a quarterback, remind a player in the huddle and stuff like that. But, I mean, in in the heat of the moment, uh, it's tough. It's tough to get yourself to commit that way. Yeah, I I mean, look – Fritch, I mean, if I told you you're going to have a 14-point lead, which the kid shouldn't have missed the extra point, but right. he did. If you're going to have a 13-point lead with under two minutes to go, you're saying, okay, no worries, no big plays, keep everything in front of us, We got to, and if they score, we got to get the onside kick. I mean, that's that's like – that is time immemorial. I mean, that happens all – like, I'll take that every day if I could get it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I would. Um, the only thing that I would caution about Cleveland – is I think I said it with you guys before with Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator. I, I'm familiar with Joe Woods when he was out in Denver and um, gets distracted at times. How about that? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll yeah. categorize it that way. Uh, but this is a defense that's supposed to be pretty good, and, and but on the back end or from a passing standpoint, they've allowed uh, 29 passing touchdowns last year, and now it carry over, carries over to this year too. And you see the breakdowns uh, there in that game. And so they got to clean that up, especially – being one-dimensional, the way that they are offensively, uh, they certainly got to clean that up. I don't know if Joe Woods can. I don't know if he's capable of doing that, but certainly that's an area that they have to fix. Though. See, this yeah, is no a nugget doubt. we can't I mean, get from it. That, that, that's a great but, nugget, Michael, though, because, you know, he's being kind, but he's <laughs> essentially saying Joe Woods fade him right now. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody made a mistake. I mean, what he's saying is like he's over, over anal- not analytical is the word, over detail, detailed. I mean, making it hard for the player. Look, you know, there's an old saying in football, deep is the deepest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just keep everything in front. Don't bite on the underneath stuff. It doesn't matter if they get the, – the yards are not our opponent. I mean, the, they are not our opponent. The, giving up a big play is our only way we lose this game, and they go ahead and do it. So, what, what, I mean, that's exactly it. Situational football. Right. Are you in tune to situational football? By the way, boys, 
Cleveland doesn't have a lot of time to worry about this because remember, they're playing Thursday night. I don't know if both of you have looked at the number. Michael, don't look. Uh, Pritch, do you know what the number is Thursday night? Pittsburgh in town. I don't. I was Cleveland. about to look, but you said not to look. Okay, take a, take a stab. <laughs> I want both of you to take a stab at it. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, that's Thursday night to mm-hmm. kick off week three. Pritch, I'll start with you. What do you think the number is? Cleveland's um, favored here, but what's the number? I'm going to say three. Okay, Michael? I'm, I'm going to go five and a half. Okay, so the opener was three. Okay. And it's sitting five. So you both kind of nailed it, right? <laughs> okay. Pritch got the opener. Michael's got the adjustment, essentially. So that's where it opened. Cleveland three. Uh, and we've got books showing four and a half, but most books showing five. Michael, let's start with you on that. That's a quick turnaround for these two teams. Well, I mean, look, here, here's the reality, though. I mean, I mean, Cleveland played really well. Their execution was great, except down the stretch. Pittsburgh, we haven't talked about that game. Pratt, Pritch, I don't know if you watched it. That offense for Pittsburgh is tough to watch. Now, MVP Mitch, I know John Murray's got a lot of a lot of liability on his MVP ticket over there for Mitchell Trubisky, but that, that this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. I mean, it's hard. They can't. They, their offensive line's a problem. It's either a jump ball or a trick play or a college play is where they get their yards. They were good on third down. They were eight for fifteen on third down against the Patriots yesterday. Shocking. And there were some third and fifteens that they 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 covered up. But I don't think they can protect. I thought that game was a lot closer than the score. It was 17-14. The Patriots missed a 52-yard field goal. They were always in control, and I think they showed it at the end of the game where they just ran it down Pittsburgh's throat. Yeah, great point there, Michael. I mean, looking at the offense, Canada wants this style of play, and I I think there was some friction between him and Big Ben uh, and the youngsters that they have on the roster. And so – do you get even younger? And what I mean, do you get to Pickett now? Because Pickett's going to understand those college concepts a little bit more than Trubisky, who has been in several systems now, Chicago, Buffalo, and now this one. Uh, he seems like he's hesitant and timid uh, out there as a quarterback to me. Uh, with the playmakers that he has out there, Michael and Patrick, I don't know why you're like playing that way as a quarterback. It's, it's like he's playing to keep his job as opposed uh, to playing yes. from a confidence standpoint. But he's also playing to lose his job. Because uh, yeah. you have to be better than what he's producing at this moment. Because I, I think the expectations are a little lofty out there in Pittsburgh right now. He, Mitch Trubisky is not a starter in the NFL. I'm right. so, no, the, I mean, the offense, I, Michael, I, it's elementary. The, how about this comedy? How about this comedy? This is the biggest comedy I heard all offseason. This qualifies. And this is better than a Red Skeleton show. I mean, this is unbelievable. He went to Buffalo and he rehabbed his career. He's much better after the year in Buffalo. Look, I know Stephen Bond, the water in Buffalo is tremendous. I know they've got great chicken wings. I understand all that. But there was no rehabbing MVP Mitch's career in Buffalo. Let's just stop that nonsense. That was the narrative all offseason. It's a joke. <laughs> Can't I'm disagree, done. Pritch. No, I'm not nope. disagreeing. I, I don't know I, how you I'm go. Watching. Right. Yeah. But I'm watching the offense, and I'm like, they're they're afraid of Trubisky. It's so elementary and rudimentary. The way they're running their be? offense, they're afraid of him. Yeah. yeah, of course they'd be afraid. I mean, would you be? Get in there. I mean, stop dicking around. I mean, somebody somebody emailed me this morning and said, you know, it's almost like uh, Aaron Rodgers was didn't want to have a conversation with uh, Matt Lafleur over game management, and I said, would you? Like seriously? Like, <laughs> come on? Like do you like Trubisky? Like I don't know where this came from. It's it was PR. ESPN says he's rehabbed up in Buffalo. I know who emailed you that. Big Daddy Vince, your freaking cousin. Oh, Big Daddy. I didn't hear from him yesterday. In fact, I'm going to text him. I didn't hear from him all day yesterday. God darn it. Purchase picks on Monday Night Football coming up. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's the King of Sportsbooks Rewards Program. It's betting's premier loyalty program. Again, this is very simple. Go to betmgm.com, sign up, and every time you place a bet, you get points. You can use those points for free bets, for hotels, for dining, for shows. It's the best loyalty program in the game. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. Go to the King of Sportsbooks at betmgm.com. Michael Lombardi, Mike Pritchard. We're going to get Pritch and Lombardi's take on these two Monday night games coming up. We've got a pro tip coming up as well, but I have to ask you both and Pritch, I'll start with you. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett. It is very apparent two games in that he is overwhelmed. He may be overmatched as a head coach. Everybody knows now third and inches fails with an end around to the tight end. What the hell was that? And then on fourth down uh, delays his decision. Playcock runs out. Now we're out of field goal range and they have to punt the ball. It, it, the Hackett as a head coach is a disaster right now, Pritch. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's not in sync at all. A lot of questions, too. And I, I think for his sake, he's got to reestablish credibility. Uh, I think he did that when he first got there. The energy, the new message. Uh, everybody was excited. Some optimism, too, with Hackett. But now, as he's got his feet to the fire here, how is he going to perform? You know, how well is he going to perform? And right now... The credibility is a, is a major issue. Russell Wilson's trying to defend him as best as he can. Uh, you got other players that could go to his support as well. But within that locker room, especially with this franchise, that thought that they had credibility back into the locker room and, and the situation inside the building, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, he's got some work to do right there. You know, I, I think this uh, there's an eye test that you have to look at, right? And yeah. – uh, I just don't think when you watch him on the sideline, I, I don't see there's a sense of confidence. I think Nathaniel is over his head, and it shows on his face. And that face the players are looking at, like they're looking for confidence without evidence, right? He's never done this before, so they're looking with confidence. But I, 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 I to me, his facial expressions and body language, to me, is is really concerning more than even some of his decisions. I just think it's hard. I think, you know, he should probably move himself. He should get good at one of the things he does. He's paid to be the head coach, right? So I think he should probably remove himself as head coach and not move himself as the play caller and just try to manage the game the right way. Go ahead, Pritch. Well, yeah, I see, just, I see you chomping. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the dynamic here, Michael, and again, I, the access that I can have talking to you about this is a player that frustrated me. It's like, why don't they have like uh, not a mentor, but somebody with experience, like an assistant head coach? You know, I remember uh, Mike Holmgren and whether Ray Rose or somebody like that, or Mike Shanahan, Alex Gibbs, right? And you just had this uh, opposite of you as a head coach that could whip everybody back into line or put, put people back in line when you had to and reestablish that credibility for you as a head coach. It doesn't seem like the Broncos have uh, somebody supportive like that for Hackett on that staff. Here's what I would say. We could get a pro tip out of this. Mm -hmm. Players in 2022, they go to their locker room. They look at Twitter. Their coach is getting roasted. San Francisco's coming to town next Sunday night. San Francisco's going to be favored in that game. Pritch, can a head coach lose a locker room, which then could lead betters to fade the team? Well, I, I think, yeah. I mean, from a credibility standpoint, that's why I think it's so important, um, guys, is that, yeah, absolutely, you can lose the football team. Uh, they're looking for direction. Uh, everything was... Uh, 
optimistic, like I mentioned before, with Russell Wilson landing there. And it's supposed to go right, but it's not going right. And, and everything's being questioned, how they prepared in training camp and, and certainly how they're executing in football games right now. So they have a credibility issue, I think, as a head coach. That's your priority number one. Establish that. Uh, and coaches that can do that win, and they win quickly. The job Let's is hear. really – Go ahead. Well, go ahead. You go ahead. Let's hear. No, go no, ahead. Well, let's hear. Let's hear from let's hear from Nathaniel Hackett, Michael, and see what he had to say. And I want you to respond to that. Let's go ahead and roll it. I mean, heck, I mean, I'd, I'd be. I was booing myself. I mean, I was getting very frustrated. I mean, get down to the red zone two times, uh, don't get another touchdown, which is unbelievably frustrating. I don't think we've scored in there yet, and uh, that's something that all of our guys got to step it up. Whether we run the ball more, whether whatever we're doing, we just got to execute at a higher level. He sounds rattled. Michael. Yeah, I mean, look, he, I, I, look. There's no, there's no school you go to to learn to become a head coach. I mean, you know, if George Young was able to convince Howard Schnellenberger to take the giant job, we may not have known how great Bill Parcells is because Parcells was not good his first year either. And then he learned to become a head coach. But I think where Nathaniel's lost, lost himself here a little bit, and I would tell him this to his face: is you have to, the, the people that win in this job understand what the job is and what it isn't. Okay. And if you want to be the offensive coordinator, that's not what this job is because you're giving up too many decisions along the way that's costing you what the job really is, which is to be the head coach. So if you're caught up in being the play caller and it's my offense and all that, you're nearly not ready for it. I mean, Bill Walsh called plays at Cincinnati. He went to Stanford. He got into it, and then he called it at the door in the fourth. Different game, too. Didn't have replay challenges then. You know, there wasn't the analytics go for it on every fourth down. It was a traditional game. To me, he either has a, the job is to prepare the team, look at the game from 35,000 feet, and tell them what you want. If you're caught up with being the play caller, then why didn't you just stay offensive coordinator? I know the check's better as the head coach, but seriously, you're ma mismanaging the game, and Pritch knows this. They got no faith in this. Like He can say, we got to execute better. Like that, When a player hears, we got to execute better, and they're not open. Do you think Russell Wilson likes that? I mean, Russell Wilson was, what, he threw 15 completions yesterday? It's more than just execution. Pritch? No, totally agree. I uh, totally agree. I mean, you think about uh, a play caller, first-time head coaching situation, McDaniel down in Miami, Look at his staff, though. John Embry's over there. John Embry was the assistant head coach with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Uh, and so now John Embry's down there, too, from the structure standpoint, uh, sounding board standpoint, in-game management standpoint, too, as you do uh, call the plays uh, as a head coach. And uh, I mentioned Mike Shanahan. That's been my experience as a head coach uh, play caller. Mike Holmgren as a head coach play caller. And you had some phenomenal offensive coordinators to kind of support that. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, you had somebody that you could trust and rely on to run and orchestrate the defense, too. And that's why it works out, I, I believe, uh, Michael and Patrick, from a staff standpoint. And so as players, when you see the staff not having problems, when nobody's screaming at each other on the sideline, like, we're going to be okay. But if you're frustrated and everybody's screaming at each other on the sideline in the headset, uh, we have a problem right there on the sideline right there. So it goes back to credibility. Michael, I think you nailed it when you said he just brought up execution. He didn't he sound rattled to you in that clip we played? Oh, he, yeah. he was saying, I, I understand I us getting food. That's not good. I mean, the, the to me, and Pritch knows this, I mean, Pritch has been in a huddle, right? 
you want to look at the quarterback's eye and feel it. You want to feel it. Okay, we got this. Make sure we chip that guy. We're going to make a play here. You just feel it, right? When you look at your head coach, you just feel it. You've got to have a sense of it, and it's not false. It's authentic. Hey, we're going to get this. We're going to go out there. We're going to lead. We'll get it. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I don't see that with Nathaniel. I see Nathaniel like, whoa, the, I, I wanted to be a head coach, but this is way bigger. And if, if what's hard is Nathaniel's father was a head coach twice, once at Pitt, once at USC. I would thought he might have him there to help him. He needs some help. And it should be George Payton, the general manager. Somebody should be helping him to see the game from 30,000 feet. That's the problem. They keep relying on the assistants. The assistants are just – the assistants manage. Managers do things right. Leaders do the right thing. That's the problem here. Great analysis from both of you. Michael, you're 2-0 on your four official picks. 2-0 yesterday, but you got two picks tonight. So let's get to them. I, Tennessee's at Buffalo. Well, Go ahead, Michael. I, I, I'm going to give it, and then Pritch can have the floor. I like Tennessee. I'm going to take the points. I, I think, it, to me, it's all about the number. I think it's too high. I think Buffalo, I'll just take the number. I think Philly's a hard team to play. I know everybody, I like Minnesota's team a lot. I think they're going to go over their win total. But I just think this is a hard team to play if you've never played them before. Okay. Tennessee and Philly for Michael to close out a perfect week. Pritch, 10 with Buffalo. Uh, not laying it. Uh, I agree with Michael. I mean, that's too many points in primetime. And I think uh, as players, we know we're on primetime. Our peers are watching and that kind of thing. You can get some inspired <laughs> performances. Burks, right, as a rookie, uh, maybe stepping up and making some plays against Buffalo, see if they can do that. But Derrick Henry is phenomenal. And last year, Buffalo lacked a toughness aspect. I think they have that this year. So we'll see if they play out. Gabe Davis is a is – a, Horrible situation, too, offensively uh, to not have him available, perhaps, uh, for this game. And then the other game, I'm leaning towards the over because I don't know how both teams prepare for each other's offenses. Like the Vikings defense, how do they prepare for so much offense that the Eagles can throw at them and vice versa? How do the Eagles defense prepare for uh, all the options and variety of offense that the Vikings can throw at them as well? So uh, I was leaning towards the over in that situation. Okay, fellas. Uh, any thoughts on the score? High, like, look, we, we've got a 47 and a half and a 49. I know totals aren't your thing, Michael, but the points are expected tonight. I would think the Minnesota-Philly game's a little bit of a track meet. I think Philly's defense has yet to prove, you know, if Philly hits Cousins early in the game and gets him a little rattled, that's the key. Yeah. You know, that's the key. And, you know, look, Minnesota's playing their second, you know, they're playing on the road. We haven't seen them last week. That, to me, is the key. Michael, enjoy your one day off. Kick your feet up. Enjoy oh, the game thank tonight, you, Patrick. okay? Thank <laughs> you, buddy. Just one day, my man, nonstop. Pritch, we, we appreciate you coming in on Mondays for the deep dive. Thank Absolutely. you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Pritch. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Patrick. Okay, that's Mike Pritchard. One. Of course, Michael Lombardi. Big bets with Amal and Dave Ross coming up next here on VEASAN. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.